Would you fire an employee for a social media post? It's a question I've considered myself in recent weeks and months, because it seems like every other day there's a new story about someone who loses their job after posting something inappropriate on Facebook or Twitter or TikTok. In this episode, I'll cover what you need to know about social media policies in 2021. Stick around until the end, and you'll know why if Disney had made these changes to its own social media policy, they might be in a better place after a recent social media firing. More specifically, we'll go over why employers are finding it harder and harder to navigate employees using social media, what you should consider when evaluating your own social media policy, and what you should include in a fair social media policy. Let's dive right in. Social media is more ubiquitous than ever before. According to market and consumer data firm, Statista, there were more than 233 million social media users in the U.S. in 2020, which equates to roughly more than two-thirds of all Americans on social platforms of some kind. In other words, it's a good bet that everyone who works for your company probably uses social media in some form or fashion. But social media isn't a tricky issue just because Martin in a county is on Facebook in his free time. No, it's more complicated than that. Political tensions are high right now. And they have been for quite some time. You might be familiar with a term like cancel culture, where someone says something that others find inappropriate on Twitter or Instagram, and there's a backlash to their statement. You might also be familiar with someone in your own digital friend group who's posted something that you considered offensive or uncouth. How does an HR party of one navigate these issues when someone on your team comes to you and says another person in the company posted something that offended them? Do you tell them to defriend this person? to mute them or block them? Or do you review the post in question and take steps to, to punish the poster? Could you or should you fire that person if the post is bad enough? And when exactly is a post bad enough? These are all great questions. I should mention now that almost every employer is struggling with how to address these issues from small and mid-sized companies like yours to multinational media corporations. For example, a quick Google search reveals countless listicles that catalog one story after the next about infamous social media firings. One Taco Bell employee posted a video showing him ruining a customer's meal behind the scenes. In 2015, bankers in the UK filmed a video where they pretended to be terrorists. And more recently, Disney fired an actor on a popular TV series for a social media post. What makes the issue more complex is that no matter how many examples we run through, there will always be a completely unique social media kerfuffle that you just can't plan to address. Depending on the culture of your business, the industry, and the stakeholders, you may tolerate a wider spectrum of opinions expressed publicly, or a narrower one. Consider three different factors when you begin evaluating your social media policy. First, your industry. The nature of your industry may matter when you consider how you evaluate your social media policy. Why? Well, people have different expectations for employees in different industries. For example, Bernie Portal operates in the human resources industry. Part of what makes us successful is that we strive to be trusted experts in this field. But this reputation can easily be shattered, especially if someone on our team took to social media and complained about the HR industry. Even saying something as simple as, HR is stupid, can do a lot of damage. Take this same situation and apply it to someone who works at a local coffee shop, or someone who volunteers as a firefighter. I still wouldn't advise them to post something as silly as HR is stupid on their social media accounts, 
the likelihood that they get into trouble over a comment like this is probably lower than someone who actively operates in the HR industry. Second, your culture. How your business operates is another important consideration when you evaluate your social media policy. Much like other company rules and ideas, the culture of your organization will almost certainly have an impact on how you treat your social media policy. Some businesses prize individuality and self-expression. They want their employees to feel comfortable sharing their thoughts and ideas online with relative freedom. Others, however, prefer quite the opposite. What is it about your business that lends itself to stricter or looser social media policies? More buttoned up organizations, possibly older, more traditional companies, may opt for the former policy uh, while a tech startup might stick with the latter. Or these qualities could be reversed. Every business is different after all. An effective culture guide will help inform how you consider this factor. We covered how you can write one, by the way, in episode 41, and I'll leave a link to that in the description below. Third is the person's role in the organization. Maybe most important in this evaluation equation is how the social media policy applies to different people in your organization. Let's look at a particularly infamous social media poster, Elon Musk, co-founder and CEO of Tesla and SpaceX. Musk is regularly listed as one of the richest and most successful people in the world, but he's also notorious for getting into hot water on social media. Sometimes he posts silly jokes that get tens of thousands of likes on Twitter. And other times he sends a tweet that inspires a securities fraud lawsuit, which actually happened in 2018. Most companies aren't Tesla or SpaceX. So when you begin evaluating your social media policy, you need to consider how the leadership in the organization uses social media. And if their online behavior will make it more difficult to hold your employees accountable, if leaders are out there posting inflammatory stuff too. Once you've had the opportunity to evaluate each of these factors, your next step is to take a look at your own policy. If it's written well, it should still be relevant in 2021, even if you haven't reviewed it in several years. But it might not be. If you're a small or new business, you might not have a social media policy at all. And this serves as an excellent opportunity to start from scratch. And we're here to help. Bernie Portal's social media policy manages to get it right. Our full policy is more than a page long, so for the sake of brevity, I won't share the entire thing. With that said, let's take a look at a few key excerpts, beginning with the intro. Bernie Portal respects the free speech rights of all team members. The guidelines below are intended to help you gauge the impact of your online behavior about Bernie Portal, its customers and investors, its relationship with stakeholders, and on your own career, and help you make the right choices. It's not intended to cover every possible situation or scenario that may evolve as a result of your post, comment, share, retweet, or like. Above all, Bernie Portal relies on the trust invested in your judgment, and it will continue to look to its team members to use their common sense in managing their social media profiles. Notice anything unusual about these first few sentences? We don't specifically identify how employees should act under certain circumstances or on specific platforms. Just that we're putting our trust in employees to be smart, to be professional. Below this introduction, we've included four main pillars that each employee needs to understand when they think about their own social media use. They include Bernie Portal is an apolitical organization. As a result, we strongly discourage engaging in political discussions. Be conscious about mixing personal and professional personas. While employees may see their personal accounts as separate from their professional work, our stakeholders and clients may not. This is especially important for team members in leadership roles, as they're more likely to be seen as representing the company. Employees are responsible for their actions. A good rule of thumb we recommend is for employees to ask themselves if they would repeat the contents of their post, 
comment, share, retweet, or like in a business setting? If not, it's best to refrain from posting. Be careful when talking about the company. Sometimes employees are privy to details that aren't public. Sharing confidential information is obviously a big no-no. There's a lot to consider here. Some tips apply specifically to our industry and to our business, and other best practices don't. Ultimately, our recommendation is to develop a social media policy that's a good fit for your organization, one that aligns with your company culture and is broad enough to apply to all sorts of possible scenarios, even situations you can't possibly consider yet. Think about TikTok, a relatively new social media platform that's blown up recently. Bernie Portal's social media policy still applies to TikTok, even though it was written before the app became popular, and even though it doesn't explicitly mention the platform by name. The reason why Bernie Portal's social media policy works the same for TikTok as it does for Twitter, Instagram, and whatever social media platform comes next is because it's flexible, it's broad, and it encourages common sense. You can't go wrong if you stick to these three principles when you build out your own social media policy. Earlier in the episode, I mentioned Disney recently fired an actor for a social media post. Now, I don't know the ins and outs of Disney's social media policy, but what I do know is that if it had been flexible, broad, and encouraged common sense, there's a very good chance that the actor who lost her job would have reconsidered their actions before sharing what she shared. Particularly if the social media policy had been part of a culture guide that the actor's boss had reviewed in detail with her when she first started. Who knows? Maybe she'd still have her job. Alternatively, Disney would be able to point to a very specific policy that the individual had violated. Now, I wanna underline this. Your social media policy should be communicated to employees during the onboarding process. That way everyone knows from their very first day or even earlier what's expected of them when they're operating in online social spaces. Likewise, the policy should be easily accessible. As we discussed in our previous episode on Bernie Portal's culture guide, ours is completely digital and can be downloaded by current employees at any time, including the social media policy. We suggest you do the same. If you'd like to learn more about how an HRIS can help you catalog important compliance information like your updated social media policy or other culture guide components, I've included a link to a Bernie Portal demo in the episode description. Check it out. For your homework this time, I recommend you take what we've discussed today and review your company's social media policy. Where does it work? Where does it need work? Use Bernie Portal's policy as a template if you'd like which you can also find in the episode description, and draft your own updated policy to present to leadership. Just be sure to understand that no matter how comprehensive or perfectly crafted, this policy almost certainly won't explicitly address every single issue you may face in the coming months and years. That's okay. Don't forget, great social media policies are flexible, broad, and encourage common sense. You can help create one. Your job is as strategic as you make it.